0: It's time to LOL. Listen out loud that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S. Mako Chan and Ari Rockefeller.
1: Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 157. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S.
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
1: And I'm Avalon Cosplay. Uh, Mako-chan is off handling some family business. She'll be back next week. Don't worry, she didn't have to take the shotgun this time. And besides, she can't take the shotgun. I'm kind of holding on to the bullets. <laughs> God damn it. but like she can't
2: bludgeon someone to, into, a, into a bloody pulp with it.
1: See, at least that way she can wash the blood off the gun. No residue, no proof. Black lights. No must, no fuss. Well, she does know how to burn a body without leaving any trace evidence. So, the things that they teach you in college—I didn't learn that in college. Guess I skipped that course. Uh, You're not
2: from New Jersey, are you?
0: (laughs) No, I'm not. Good
3: Um... for me, right?
1: How's everybody doing tonight?
2: God. Uh, good, I suppose.
1: I'm good. Awesome. We are live week of March 25th, 2014 on the VOG Network, Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and Thursdays at 1. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Let's see what else do we have here. Uh, chat clients such as Merc, uh, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. Uh, chat room is Vogue, or you can head on over to animejamsession.com slash network and you can click on the link. Your default chat client will bring you right into the chat room, and you are good to go. <laughs> Let's see, what do we have here? Oh, and check-ins are live, so go on, earn your points. Um, check us out in the forums. It's kind of lonely, but it's all good. We, we will make some type of fun one way or another, so... Yeah. And... Let me just pull this up, so let's go ahead and just adjust things. Um, let's kick things off. Ari, how was your week and how was your day?
2: Uh, aside from going up to Mako's to celebrate her belated birthday, it was kind of slow, mostly, mostly with work and all. Hmm to get to uh, meet some new people like not only just that night but uh, the night before playing a different kind of game night with uh, other friends hmm. but uh it's also weird that uh, like among other people hanging out with us was uh, Michelle Knott's of course was, I just it's gonna be weird just referring to words like say Michelle like oh yeah her the voice actor for one of my favorite anime yeah she hangs out with us
1: Yeah, that's a bit of a cool thing, so... Mm Mm-hmm. But she's just like Greg Ayers. You know, she's she's just people, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. So, you know.
2: The, uh... I also made the little cookie cupcake shot... The cookie shot cups from a... Yeah. The recipe I saw on Facebook. They ended up turning out pretty good. It just... Rolled up a uh, tube of cookie dough mm. Got to go and put it in a little balls Put it in a little mini cupcake tin And just let it uh Form from when it bakes
1: That sounds delicious yeah, yeah, Avalon I'm sorry you couldn't join us, Sari But trust me You will be there for another epic par- party weekend Yay Louder Yay yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: Yay! <laughs> <laughs> Too loud?
0: <laughs> God damn it! I don't even cosplay that pony. I'm the exact opposite of that friggin' pony.
2: So you're dashy?
0: Have you seen the cutie mark on my thigh? Yeah, man. Where have you been?
2: I don't. I, I don't think I've seen it except like once, and I. You. you, Not... you... You, I'd have forgotten it was there.
1: Yeah, yeah, Alan, well, you gotta understand. Depending on what cosplay you are, we can't see it. And depending on what you're wearing, if somebody's gonna ask to see it, you're going to kick them right in the jaw. No, because it happens anyway. Yeah, mm.
2: I'm gonna like try and look for like. Wait, where is it? Bam! I, I,
1: remember, I gotta show you my friend, uh, Jamie. She has, um, Rarity. She has like this Art Nouveau. Full shoulder rarity tattoo. Nice. Now if that, that that's if that's not dedication to your fandom, I don't know what is.
2: But yeah, that's how my weekend day went kinda dull.
1: Sure. Alright, so moving right along. Avalon, how was your week and how was your day? God, I love the music that you picked for me. Um, I try, I try.
0: Um, my weekend was actually—it was all right. Um, mostly it was just a lot of spending time with family, and that's kind of the reason why I wasn't able to go to your party. Really, I just—I've been kind of neglecting seeing my grandparents, and they are getting old and kind of sick, so I do need to spend as much time with them as possible.
1: I see. I don't blame you for that. See for me, my grandmother is so pissed I don't come visit, and I I work 45 minutes from her house. Oh. There are certain levels of stress I don't need to deal with. (laughs) At least not yet.
0: Yeah. But uh, other than that, uh, I managed to, I'm kind of like Giving myself another kick in the rear so I can get back to the gym,
1: and I put in 45 minutes today, and I'm proud of myself. That's good. Next thing you need to do is grab yourself a DDR mat and some DDR and just play your ass off.
0: Oh, dude, I have that. And my old computer had Step Mania on it, so I gotta figure that out.
1: Yeah, do not download Step Mania 5, it'll fuck with all your mods and shit. I learned that the hard way. Oh, don't worry, I won't.
2: I thought Um, it was like landed with viruses and shit.
1: No, they changed some of the coding where some of the mods and files won't load right, so.
0: But other than that, um, let's see. I've been working on my Ryuko, Ryuko Matoi cosplay. I've got two weeks to finish that, so, uh, Here's all you kill la kill fans out there. And as for today, I got a haircut. My hair is now dyed blue, and I'm drinking rum. So yeah, that's how my day has been.
1: Ah, rum—the official drink, one of the official bev- adult uh, adult beverages of Anime Jam Session. Drink responsibly. Or this Puerto Rican.
2: <laughs>
1: I'm <laughs> glad you. I'm glad you made that comment, and not me. <laughs> And if we go to the chat room real quick, we hear from Hockey Comic: "Can you imagine a Rainbow Dash theme parody of the song by Queen, or oh, Redux by uh, Fl- uh, Flash Gordon?" Oh, oh, Jesus! Dash too sp- deep into the rabbit
2: hole. Too deep into the rabbit hole. Cut the rope we need to go deeper. Cut the rope. No. <laughs> All right, reel him in.
1: Good, good, cause she is Dash, savior of the Bronyverse. <sighs> I know that was kind of terrible. Heard worse. So do you
0: know what was kind of terrible?
1: Yes, yes, that was also terrible. <laughs>
0: I think you might have to fill some people in because they're not going to know what we're
1: talking about. Oh, we will tell them during our first break. They they'll understand. And if I have to, for those who're listening on the podcast, I will link it to our our Facebook chat on um, Facebook fan page much later in the week. Not safe for work, so be careful, guys. <laughs> yeah, it isn't. This just proves the the amazing fucked up shit you can do with source. Oh, sure. <laughs> All right, as for my weekend day, it's, let's see, besides partying and drinking at the Jersey uh, Anime Jam Session Studios, work's been pretty good. One of them, anyway. Yep, one of them. We've been gearing up for this big uh, town hall meeting where the CEO of the bank is making this speech, and all the different offices, New York, Jersey, San Diego, all of them, are linked up via video and audio, and they've been spending like the last few days getting it linked up. The audio comes out nice and crisp, but on the same token, the video is kind of shitty. Ah. Uh-huh. Eh. Well. Yeah, I'm like, you know what? It ain't my neck on the line, so fuck this. Yeah there you go. But at least it was free food.
2: Uh-oh. That's all that matters, huh?
1: Yes, yes, yes! Something like free Chinese food. Oh man! <laughs> and I and I went back for seconds, so you know. Atta boy. <laughs> yeah, well, I have to learn to carry bring Tupperware with me because evidently, when when there is free food at work like this, people show well, up not just paper plates but Tupperware to take home. There's gonna be leftovers I can eat. eat. <laughs> you have no idea Lots how much of
2: leftovers you- apparently.
1: Yeah, I have... A, yeah, there are, when I left, I checked the fridge. There was still leftovers. <laughs> Talk about feeding for a small army. <laughs> oh Shit. Mm. Alright. Enough of that. We have a lot to cover. Um, Let's see. I'm going to go ahead and give us a quick rundown of tonight's show. We're talking Funimation stuff. We're talking... Gundam, Sailor Moon, and the Tokyo Olympics in our open forum topic. And I think, uh, between me and Ari, we have some interesting stories. So, yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. Alright. Let's see, let me bring this over here, and we're good. I say, let's go ahead and take our first break, and when we get back, let's just jump into the thicket of things. We don't need no um... Security mask or anything, we're good. <laughs> well, he's the one that laughed, not me. <laughs> we'll be back. back.
4: If you like independent podcasts, please check out some of our independent podcasting friends. It's Orange Lounge Radio, where they discuss video games, gamer culture, and lifestyle with Sky, Dark Sakura, and Loki. Listen live Sundays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time on vognetwork.com. And right before them is the Bobby Blackwolf Show. It's video games and gamer talk starting at 8 p.m. If Warcraft is your taste, listen to Horde House with Sky and Extifer Wednesdays at 10. If you want a more female perspective of what we do, listen to Electric Sisterhood with Ninja Sister and Pandelicious at electricsisterhood.com. If you prefer geek slash pop culture and sci-fi, it's PodCulture.net with Brad Mondays at nine, and Under Sedation Live with Travis and Jessica Saturdays at ten. Also, check out the Brooklyn Otaku with D Styles and Company. You can find them at Facebook.com/slash/TheBrooklynOtaku.
1: Alright, um, normally from time to time, you know, between the first break and now, something, I will throw something out there that comes across my feed during the day. Now, now a couple of things came across my feed today. First one's going to be real quick. Um, I guess this person is a new to the anime cosplay fandom. I was reading her updates and she said something along the lines of, people don't understand the struggle of anime not being a hobby, that it's a lifestyle. And I'm like, what? My, and I'm like, that's cute. Because if anime was a lifestyle, I think I would probably be making a lot more money off of the website, the podcasts, going to cons and stuff like that instead of my normal day job. You know?
0: Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. <sighs> you know,
0: I of where the people still think this stuff.
1: Yes, and as Gamer Girl X says anime is not a lifestyle. <laughs> I an it's an obsession, maybe, but it's more it's more hobby than anything else.
0: I didn't choose the otaku
1: life. The otaku life chose me. There uh. is a meme of that floating around somewhere. I've seen it. There's a even with everything floating around. Yeah, there's one of Fluttershy all thugged out. It says, I didn't choose the hug life. The hug life chose me. Oh, Fluttershy. <laughs> I'll have to find it later. And also, some people are flipping the fuck out over that over that, over that, that Shrek video.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some, people. some people? You're welcome, guys. You're welcome.
1: Now, another thing I want to bring up now I know I'm going to come off as a proverbial asshole on my point of view of this, but I'm thinking logical. So, at work, and I see from a friend of mine that somebody's cosplay got stolen. And I'm like, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Now, this happened in California. I'm... I don't know the full story. I'm going to assume that the person broke into their car and took it. Now... It's a Legend of Zelda. It's a, I believe it's a Princess Zelda cosplay. Mm-hmm. Retail value, four thousand dollars. What? Good yes. oh God! I believe it was, co- I, the commission, the complete cost was four grand. The p- complete commission cost was four grand for everything.
0: That was a ridiculous cosplay.
1: Thing. Now, I, f- I really feel bad for this cosplayer. I truly do, which is why. I, I signal boosted on my personal website and on the Anime Jam Session Facebook page. But I understand after a long convention, you're tired. You want to go home. You just want to crash. I get that. But somewhere in there, common sense dictates if you have something very, very, very expensive in your car, First thing you do is take it inside. McGruff, the crime dog, I remember seeing commercials. He would tell you about being careful when going on vacation. You don't leave luggage and shit like that in the backseat of the car.
2: If anyone's going to destroy, mishandle, or lose your luggage, it's
1: going to be the airports. Don't
2: take their job away from them.
1: Exactly. Now... Now, when I brought this up, a few people calling me insensitive about it because they're saying it could happen to anyone, or it could have been her life. Now, I get that, but from what I can, from my, from what I'm assuming of what the story has been told, she left it in her car. Mm-hmm. Now, I go to cons and I travel with at least. Maybe 1000 to $1,200 worth of equipment. Cameras, camcorders, laptop, cables, wires, memory cards, power cords, power strips, microphones. All of that is in one bag, you know?
0: Yeah.
2: You guard that pretty uh, pretty closely yeah. when we're moving it.
1: Exactly. And then when, when, when I get home, the first thing I bring in the house...
2: Is that bad? Is that bad?
1: Because if my luggage with my regular clothes and cosplays, you know, you know, I would have um, I wouldn't care less because that can be replaced. Now and I am also thankful for Gamer Girl X because her ears to the ground a lot deeper than mine, and according to, she says her stuff wasn't visible. It was in her trunk. They got access to her car by smashing the window and took everything. Oh my god. Yeah. Again, it's it's really a sad thing, but I guess it's the way I was raised, you know. Whether it's a I parking in my garage on the street a lot or whatever. I I'm grabbing all my shit and I'm going it's coming in my house, done and done.
0: Yeah, I remember um after Costco when I drove back. I mean, they didn't really even cost that much. The fabric kind of was pricey, but the first thing that I made sure to remove and bring into my house and put away and hang up were my Lilith wings because I couldn't afford anybody going into my car and busting those out. If I lost them it would have like been the end of
1: been the end of me. Mm. And as and as Jeff B says, that sounds like Oakland and did I respond to what it was Oakland. <laughs> well shit. Mm-hmm.
2: I can't imagine how long it took for that cosplay to get uh, made from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Several months, at least. Hopefully,
1: you know, the car, because it was a break-in, the insurance will cover it, but all that time and energy gone into making it, you know, gone. Yeah. And it's already been signal-boosted to, like, by now, maybe 300 to 400 shares. I
0: mean, like are they thinking that they're gonna find the person or is it just more of a stay on the lookout just in case your
1: cosplays get stolen kind of thing? I actually don't know. Some people are hoping that the cosplay will turn up. I mean, honestly, if somebody's doing a smash and grab and they look and we'll see what's inside, and they don't see anything of value, they're gonna just gonna chuck that shit and keep going. Yeah, true. Yeah. It's just
0: really sad. $4,000, like, the most I've probably spent on a costume is maybe three hundred fifty, four hundred dollars $400. And even that, if, like, someone touched it and I saw that person, they would be dead. Now,
1: I have friends who make Serumiyu, uh Seifuku's. Full, mm-hmm. flashy, everything. Something like that, including importing, like, some of the trim from Japan you're talking me being between a grand and $1,500. Yeah. And I have, um, and I felt, and I felt one of these safe food, because I lifted it up, I'm like, this is not a fucking cosplay, this is friggin' armor right here. Mm -hmm. Shit, I need to wear one of these when I'm traveling through the projects. (laughs) (laughs) Bullet will bounce right off that shit. I mean, honestly, I I do feel bad for this person. I, I really do. But I guess, you know, because I guess growing up when I made mistakes like this, my mother was like, what were you thinking? Where's your common sense? And I guess hearing that my entire life and in a situation like that, that's exactly where my mind went to. It's like, what were you you, uh, thinking, you know? So... I mean, I do hope, I really do hope she gets it back, or they find the person, and she's able to press charges, you know? Yeah, I hear you. And they're talking about seeing it be found in a pawn shop, and as Nemesis47 said, I don't think a pawn shop will take a cosplay. See the episode from Pawn Stars when the guy was trying to sell his master chief armor.
2: Yeah, I remember that episode. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Also, for a while, they were they were saying there was a hoax on, them saying that Chumley was dead.
2: The fuck?
1: Yeah, <laughs> my first thought was like, wait, y'all don't Google this shit. And I'm looking at the website. I'm like, doesn't look like a reputable site. Don't y'all like Google that and find out what the fuck? Anywho, I, I think we've covered enough about that. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's let's get let's get right down to the nitty gritty here, and if my web browser will work with me, good, good, good. All right. Now, out of Anime Boston, the big fucking news, as I as I like to call it, um, the official of um, Funimation's brand new cash cow, and I and I can't I can't I can't um, mess, can't hate, can't hate, but still. They finally announced <laughs> the um, the voice of Aaron Jaeger. Now, for for a while, people were just saying, "I'm the voice of Aaron Jaeger." No, I'm the voice of Aaron Jaeger. Hell, I jumped in on. No, a s-
2: I'm Squidward. <laughs> I am the tag team champions.
1: No, I'm the tag team champions.
2: <laughs> Hell,
1: even I said, you know, fuck it. I'm the voice of Aaron Yeager, and it's gonna be a, there's gonna be two versions of the dub: the regular and the blackified version. <laughs> oh my god! And, uh, but it was actually uh, the voice the voice actor behind the voice of Aaron Yeager is Bryce Pappencock. And for those who don't know, if you've watched Sword Art Online, Kirito. And now the fangirls are squealing, it's attack on Kirito, attack on Sword Art.
2: My first Someone get the work on that crossover immediately. If mm-hmm. it hasn't
1: been done already. When I first heard his voice, first thing that came to mind was You know, they could have gotten Mark Hildreth to do his voice. And Mark Hildreth does did the voice of Terry Bogart and Fatal Fury. And um Alright, Bryce Pappenbrook. My bad. My bad. Bryce Pappenbrook. Mark Hildreth does the voice of Terry from, Terry Bogart from Fatal Fury, and Hiro Yui from Gundam Wing. I, I'm I'm like, it sounds almost the same to me.
2: You saw him making, like, taking footage of Attack on Titan and, and, uh, splicing in Terry's voice notes from it.
1: More like Attack on Gundam.
2: Mission accepted. Slice.
1: (laughs) And as Act Def says, Attack on Black. (laughs) And as Gamer Girl says For the love of God, not Vic Yeah, and Jeff, you're right Yeah, I know Mark Mark Hiller doesn't do much voice acting anymore I know that I I believe he's also Mark is also on the ABC series Resurrection, I believe If not Resurrection He's on that show with um, Edge on Sci-Fi. I forget the name of it He's on one of those shows and as Gamer Girl X has also said, I am thankful for her. shes He also does Rin from Blue Exorcist. Woo! Calm down. Calm down.
2: Oh, I got Do you, the tranks just in case. No,
1: I, I, I think Avalon needs a fresh pair of underwear. Nah.
0: No, wait. <sighs> nope. Got it. Nope. We're good. We're
1: good, <laughs> So we have Attack on Exorcist. And as my friend um, Big Danny T said, he actually made a post where all the characters were voiced by Vic Mignogna.
2: <laughs> oh, why would you even <laughs> joke about that? Because that shit's
1: funny. You want to know something funnier? What? I,
0: I can guarantee you, like, the best voice ever for Aaron Yeager that would draw people in even if they didn't watch the anime. Yeah, I know. I, I know. No, wait, sit tight, sit tight. Aaron Yeager. Waste by Robin
1: Williams. Shut up and take my money. (laughs)
2: Fuck yes. I'm throwing money
1: at my screen, but it's just falling to the floor.
0: And the only reason I suggest that is because my original idea of them making a live-action Pokemon movie with all the parts played by Robin Williams is never going to happen, so...
2: Fun fact, Robin Williams said that if they do make a live-action Pokemon film, he wants to be Professor Oak.
1: I can see that. I mean,
2: He's a fan of, you know, the nerdy stuff, so...
1: I mean, don't you... Well, he, look at what he named his daughter! What
0: he name her daughter? her daughter? Zelda. Oh, for God's sake. Hell, yes!
2: The, he, the he, commercial for Skyward Sword, one of them is his... is him and his daughter, you know, fan, like, fanboying and fangirling over the uh, Zelda franchise.
1: Yeah, Aww, he's that cute. big of a fan. And as Jeff B. says, Patch Jaeger. Oh. Oh, God.
2: Oh, no, 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 no.
1: Dude, I just imagine that that
0: part of uh, Patch Adams where he's in the courtroom and everyone puts on the noses. Everyone just puts on the capes.
2: No, 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 no. I got no. a better idea for you. Attack on Mork.
1: Get out. Pack <laughs> your shit and get the fuck out.
0: No, what about attack? Wait. Attack on Agrabah.
1: Genie uh. Titan. <laughs>
0: oh.
1: Yeah, yeah. He rubs the lamp, and a giant Titan comes out.
0: <laughs> oh God! Oh. That's how you get rid of the Titans.
1: You put him back in the lamps. bitty he- living space.
2: But here's the thing about about oh, Patchy Candy. What is Robin Williams could pull off asking people if they were a boy or a girl? <laughs> yup.
1: Now Avalon, the part where they're putting their capes on in the courtroom, there's a Titan peeping through the window, going, "I see you soon."
2: (laughs) I'll take him back off.
1: (laughs) Now, and I think the, but I think the main issue people gonna have gonna be probably bitching a storm about which I don't blame them is the renaming of the three dimensional maneuver gear. Oh God, yes. (laughs)
2: It makes sense when you think about it,
1: but it, yes, it does. But on the same token, it's translated as three D maneuver gear. My thing is, do you take that much of an exception when trans? I translate. I can understand dubbing three D to omnidirectional for for the voice flaps. I get that, but straight translating it as omnidirectional mobility gear. Nope. <laughs> Hell, I mean with I mean they even went, when they redid when they went to do uh, the re-release of Ron Mawan Half they went back and retranslated the entire all of the episodes for the for the best um translation possible
2: dub- yeah See I guess when you say 3D in this country it still brings up images of those uh gaudy B uh, B-movie uh, science fiction films or with the uh, red and blue polarized glasses Mm -hmm. Or at the very least, the uh, 3D movies nowadays, which are the ones that are released in 3D, like have a normal and a 3D version, Mm -hmm. just to cash in on the fad.
1: Yes, and I think we caught Game of Girl X off with that. Yes, when Attack on Titan was released on Netflix in Japanese with English subtitles, it was translated as Omni-Directional Mobility Gear. Well, it is what it is, but you know what? I am going to buy it because when it comes to releasing, um, when they, when they re- when when it comes to releasing anime, Viz knows what's up. I mean, I ain't gonna lie, fifty bucks for half the series, Blu-ray and DVD, yoink. But what's funny is I used to know this one girl. She would and moan all the time that Funimation is releasing it with the Blu-rays and the DVDs as a bundle and not separately. And I'm mm. like, S- so you sell the Blu-rays to somebody? I mean, you're only paying like 40 or 50 bucks for like 10 to 15 episodes. I mean... Fuck. When you get that Blu-ray player, you just pop in the Blu-ray discs. That's no different from what what they do normally when movies and te- when movies hit a DVD? Go to Best Buy, fourteen ninety nine for for Catching Fire, nineteen ninety nine for Catching Fire. You get the Blu Ray and DVD, twenty two ninety nine Blu Ray, DVD, and Ultraviolet. I don't know. For five bucks more, I can see see the movie in ten eighty p. Fuck it.
2: I was just in Best Buy yesterday. I get like today. I get a new alarm clock.
1: Mm. Wait, they still sell those?
2: Yeah, there's like one or two shells, but that's about it. Mm.
1: You'd think that you're better off going to like a Rite Aid or CVS for an alarm clock.
2: I like one with an iPod docking and actually charge my dying iPod.
1: Even better. All right, are right, you gonna go ahead and take the next one?
2: The one about space, Daddy? Ah, uh, no, Gundams. Oh has been looking at the wrong link. Okay, then. Yep. Let me cue it up. It's all you. Well, now. Yoshiyuki Tomino's Gundam in G has been revealed. Several huge announcements were made at the Mobile Suit Gundam 35th Anniversary live-streaming press event on March 20th, with Yoshiyuki Tomino G-Reco being revealed under its official title Gundam Reconguista in G. The anime marks a long-awaited return of Tamano to a major Gundam anime set to the debut later this fall. Gundam Recongista in G is set in the re- Reguild City the century, the era set after the Universal century, and will follow the adventures of a pilot named Beruri zinamu in, in Capital Guard. While very little is still known about the upcoming anime, the, the characters are designed by Kenichi Yoshida, which with mega designs by Akira Yasuda, Ipe Yobi, and Kimitoshi Yam- Yamane,
1: hmm.
2: this could be fun.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm... although in
2: the past Tomino has had a, a reputation of being kill 'em all Tomino for, uh, well, killing a lot of his character, killing a lot of people for a uh, kind of flimsy pretenses. Gotcha.
1: And you're right, I actually I skipped space standing purely by accident. I didn't even realize it.
2: Because I'm no, open no big deal. I'm
1: opening all the links and it's just like this is how it came across. I'm thinking, oh, okay. That that's the order.
2: Seriously, the the man smiling is uh kind of creepy.
1: Meanwhile, fangirls are like, This is really nice though, know, but can we get our Gundam Wing Redux, please? Ugh. <sighs> the running
2: gag okay, is. I, I will say this. Yeah. I will not turn down a a remastering of Gundam Wing. Just throwing that out there.
1: If, if it comes with an option to bitch slap a Relina Peacecraft, you know, shit yeah.
2: <laughs> Taste right out of mouth. Watch it float away into deep space.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, you gotta admit, Relina Peacecraft probably is more hated than Jar Pink's. Binks.
2: Okay, between her and uh, (laughs) Taya Gardner from the Yu-Gi-Oh! 4Kids dub.
1: They both looking like y'all mad at me and they just just point at (laughs) Relina. Shit. (laughs) Alright. Avalon, you want to take that article that we skipped about Space Dandy? I am sorry sure go for it all right yeah. huh? all right that's all you yeah yeah go on okay
0: mm-hmm. all right guys good news space dandy 2 is coming in july we are getting a season two it- yup during anime japan the staff and cast of the anime space dandy have confirmed that season two will be releasing in japan sometime in july Anime studio Bones confirms that this is the space confirms this at the Space Dandy panel during the Anime Japan convention. No word on when Funimation will dub and release season two. Update: Funimation has confirmed the dub version of season two will also release in July on Adult Swim's Toonami.
1: Hooray! Yay! <laughs> and if we go back to our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Act Def gives us Gundam. Friendship is mechas. Jesus Christ! with <laughs> <in> the
3: crossovers.
1: <laughs> wait, wait! What was that, Avalon? I said Jesus Christ! Enough with the crossovers. Oh. <laughs> this. Is... <laughs> well, you know, don't don't give them don't give the fandom any ideas. I mean,
2: is there a shade of gray bland enough for the pony version of Hero Yui?
0: As long as that shade of gray doesn't go to Fifty Shades of Gray.
1: What about a homestuck gathering?
2: I'll see myself out. Wait, what about a homestuck gathering? Oh, God, you're just making this worse and worse. Hey,
0: I'm a homestuck.
1: But we like you. Yay. I mean, look, it's it's not us.
2: It's them. Well, I mean. I'm excited to see more space Elvis here. Mm-hmm. Seriously, it looks like Elvis.
1: I know, I know. And I love how this
2: little promotional art of him, his blasters look like American flags.
1: Mm-hmm. Avalon, what, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. Oh, I was just going to continue the article. Go oh. for it, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, for those of you guys that don't know what Space Dandy is, it's a Japanese anime series directed by Shinichiro Watanabe and produced by the company Bones. The series follows Dandy, an alien hunter who is, and I quote, dandy guy in space (laughs) for aliens with his robot assisting qt and a space cat named meow who i will one day cosplay the anime has been licensed by funimation north america madame entertainment in australia and by anime limited in the united kingdom the series premiered in the united states before japan on in january on adult swims tsunami block so for all you guys that enjoyed season one and i still haven't finished it your time of reckoning will soon come with season two,
1: so keep your eyes out. At least it's not that long of a wait, because I think this Saturday is like the final episode, is the season finale. I think. Yeah. I, I, I said I was going to cosplay uh, Space Dandy, but instead of the Pompadour, I was going to get a, a Fromey Black Dandy.
0: So you're going fr- to be a Dandy
1: nigga in space? Yes. Space Negro. Yes. Yes. <laughs> space
2: Negro.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> totally going to hell for me. A Negro in
1: space. I would. At that point, I'll have to contact uh, Katsuhito and be like, yo, I need like a 70s Afro-Funk remix of the opening theme. Okay. Just imagine All opening a- theme redux in the style of shaft. <laughs> All aboard the soul ship. Yes.
2: I just imagine being done in the style of Cheap like black story, like black like black exploitation film, yeah. I, with a like, au, with the audio and a visual like deformities, like the like the boom mic like, randomly dropping into the shot and like whoop, sorry. I would do that as a skit. <laughs> black exploitation. Why the fuck did I say it properly that time? What the fuck is the matter with me?
1: Because you didn't have a shot.
2: I don't have any booze on me.
1: And Jeff B. goes maybe I'll cosplay Jew dandy along with along with me I'll be a dandy Jew in space
2: like something out of a Mel Brooks film
0: yes he'll <laughs> be dandy as long as you give him his coupons <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh god
0: uh if anybody wants me to leave the show they're more than welcome to tell me because I'm just awful tonight <laughs>
1: Emails can be sent to podcast at com.
0: Oh, so you are trying to get me removed.
1: Actually, no.
0: For the record, guys, I'm not racist. I just enjoy racist
1: humor. I apologize. I love everybody. Follow my Dungeon Buster with Dandy Saddles.
3: Excuse me, baby,
1: while I whip this out. Yep, I'm drinking more. I'm drinking more. (laughs) But it's okay. Look, my friend Mike, back in the day, we all know Wolfwood, right?
2: Yep, Jewish Wolfwood. Yeah,
1: my friend Mike, back in the day, did Jewish Wolfwood. And instead of the cross, he walked around with the Star of David.
2: If you've seen AMV Hell 3, there's an allusion to him around the 28-minute mark.
1: Yes, yes, there is. Dandy Hood, Men in Space Tights. Oh, God. God. What have we done? More likely, what did I start? Okay. Alright, alright. Moving on. Moving on. Okay, as we all know... the, The announcement of Sailor Moon... The new anime, which will be called Sailor Moon Crystal, and I, I, I you know, not for nothing, I'm kind of not digging the um, English font. I figured it would just be using the English tra- English variant of the 20th anniversary logo and just dropping it in there. Something tells me this is going to grow on me.
2: They're under like they're acknowledging that it has a. Uh... Cross-cultural appeal.
1: Yeah, but the way that Sailor Moon look is looking while grabbing for the crystal, it's like shit just got real.
2: Not to mention that image has been, has been uh, abused. Let's say Mm -hmm. all throughout the internet. But you know, like get the fuck out of here, LeBron. Now, among other things,
1: they're pulling out some. They're pulling some big people in here that the so scripts are going to be written is it, the person in charge of the scripts is yuji kobayashi who works on saint Seiya omega and smile precure you got the director who is Munehine sakai who has worked on one piece and sweet precure character design by yuki Sako, who did majestic prince and Nyan koi um you have yumi hosoka and takashi kurahashi Worked on Mononoke and Gatchaman Crowds, and Yashihara Takanashi, who is working on the soundtrack, who did work with Naruto Shippuden and Fairy Tail. But a lot more of the product has been coming out, like, namely, that $50 transformation pen. Transformation pen? Yes, you remember Usagi's transformation pen. Yeah, there is a replica for sale on Bandai Premium for fifty bucks. Oh Jesus!
2: Is it an actual pen? I would I doubt it? Because you're saying pen, I'm thinking. Wait, are you sure you're not talking about the disguise pen?
1: That's what I'm talking about. But they oh. also call it the transformation pen as well. So
2: I'm just used to hearing it as like disguise power, you know? No, no. Must have been watching too much of the, deek dub.
1: Yeah, it's like I said. If you remove the magical aspect, Sailor Moon is just an animated, an anime version of of uh, Clueless. That's the way. I, you know, if you think about it. Ugh, it's ugh, ugh. See, there you go. <laughs> <sighs> well, I, I for one, like I said, I am quite excited for this. I really can't wait for for, for this to start. Okay.
0: Yeah, I can't. I can't wait either. Um, I haven't seen Sailor Moon since I was like seven, so this is a long time coming. Mm-hmm.
2: It's okay. It's one I, of my gateway animes, so.
1: Same here. Actually, I think my gateway anime was actually Ronima One Half 'cause because I remember picking up EGM back in the day and seeing the advertisements for the for the manga and the fighting game. I started collecting the manga. I stumbled across the fighting game for like twenty bucks at Funko Land. And for those who don't know who Funko Land is, it's I not want known it. one of them. Lucky you. They're now like... called GameStop. <sighs> he, he, yeah, I actually have a couple of I have like two Funko Land sleeves here because a good friend of mine, Dave, gave me his old Super Nintendo and a stack of games, along with Ronima One Half, so I'm quite cool happy about that. But I remember running into a friend and I traded him the game cartridge and he started bringing me like VHS copies of the episodes and I'm like, dude. Okay, now we have to uh, jump in the chat room back back here real quick. Khan wants to know Jewish Wolfwood. Okay. I have a friend. His name is Mike. He cosplayed Jewish Wolfwood. Just think of Wolfwood with a yarmulke and instead of the cross as a gun, it was the Star of David strapped up, and we will call him um, Wolfowitz,
2: or Rabbi Wolfwood, or yep. any combination like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Like having a Gil, motherfuckers. <laughs> yep.
1: <laughs> and now we're quickly talking about like our gateway titles. Like Defective Candy says hers was was Tenchi Muyo, followed by Sailor Moon and Pokemon.
2: Two out of like two of my three. Well, replace DBZ with Tenchi Million and he got mine.
1: Um. Yeah. Gamer girl said, chimes in that the old local Clan manager was arrested for attempted murder. Wow. Well, given the price that GameStop gives you on games when you sell them back, that is. I'd I attempt murder too.
2: Shit. They're already getting you for highway robbery. <laughs>
1: there you go. Mm-hmm. Alright.
2: I didn't even know what the hell Voltron is when I originally saw it when I was a little kid. Didn't even know what anime was.
1: We've all been there. I have actually all of dubbed Voltron. I picked up everything at Manga Next one year. The entire series for like 50 bucks. And it's like these five to six box sets. I was like, oh, my childhood right here.
2: They're all shaped like the uh, Heads of the Lions, right?
1: I think some of them are because I think there was ones that, that that were shaped and ones that weren't so I have all of them but you know I think that's right yeah the ones I have I have all of vehicle and lions for like 50 60 bucks I got that that's not a steal I don't know what is Now about a, about a year ago might be year and a half, maybe two. We talked about how Funimation was prepping to sue for a bootleg merchandise, which I understand. We also discussed how what what is kind of sad that sometimes the bootleg merchandise is better than the than the, the licensed shit, only because of the creativity that's
2: behind it. Same goes for things like fan art, but mm-hmm. you can't really go out there every single person who's ever. Drawn up fan art of someone. Yeah, it's just something.
1: Now, hold on. Let me see if I if I have this sound here because I know I usually keep it around just in case. Uh, let's see. Come on, come on, Winamp. I know you're a little bit faster than that. Mm. Let's see. Cause I because if it doesn't pull it up this way, I can always. Go navigating through one of the folders. There we go. Oh, God. Had to. Funimation files copyright infringement lawsuit against anime house owner. And that's H-A-U-S. Funimation filed a civil suit against Washington-based anime house, its owner, and three unnamed individuals for copyright infringement in Texas on... This past Thursday, Funimation claims that individuals imported and distributed toys, apparel, plush toys, and other merchandise, which was infringing on Funimation's exclusive copyrights, which included One Piece, Hitalia, Attack on Titan, Full Metal Alchemist, and Fairy Tale since 2010. According to the lawsuit, Funimation became aware of, this, of the unauthorized mouse pads, One Piece mouse pads at AX and saw a blog post regarding the company's booth at SakuraCon in Seattle. According to the blog, Anime House attempted to have its entry removed from the website's blacklist because it no longer intended to sell counterfeit merchandise. The lawsuit also states that the booth was removed from Denver, Denver's Anime Land Wasabi Convention due to complaints regarding counterfeit merchandise. Funimation claims to have contacted them in regards to the merchandise but they just it fell upon deaf ears the site the company's site is still up and running for taking orders so even though they're being sued for for carrying um counterfeit merchandise they are still selling
2: that takes balls
1: yeah that balls of
2: steel Balls, 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 balls. Oh god, I'm gonna get in that habit again, sorry.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Funimation is asking for a jury trial and seeking five hundred thousand dollars for infringement, payment of attorney and filing fees, and confiscation of infringing merchandise. The Doesn't
2: seem like that much money can all things consider, I mean
1: But it'll probably be more than enough to put them out of business.
2: Hmm.
1: And the first hearing is scheduled for july eleventh. Well, I just hope that they can come to an agreement with this. I hope this company wises up, and I also hope that in this jury trial there are no anime fans on the case, because especially if it's from this generation,
2: doesn't that doesn't that uh, produce a conflict conflict of interest, and they won't get selected anyway?
1: true, but there are people who are slick enough because you know, they would look at Funimation as an the enemy. They're like, they're taking our swag away.
0: Not the swag!
2: But, like, you can have the swag. I have, cl- oh wait, that that wrong definition of swag.
1: But it still applies here. You can still buy that swag, but you know what? I'm gonna be a classy bastard and buy the legal stuff. Oh. <laughs> and it's Jeff. Shots fired. Eh. Shots fired and rockets launched. And maybe Jimmy's have been rustled.
2: Of course, have. Yeah.
1: And as Jeff B. says, he saw a company get a C&D for Aniplex during SAC anime last year. And that takes balls. to walk right up and be like, here. The fuck? Mic drop. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> uh. Now, as we're referring back in the chat room, Actif is talking about uh, Saint Seiya and how how popular it was in Mexico. Yeah, it took us years to get Saint Seiya on TV, and it was a hack dub called Knights of the Zodiac.
2: They bled Gatorade.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I kind of hope whoever has lights since the Saint Seiya just puts out a couple of box sets, because I'd love to watch it.
2: The best part about that anime was the cover of I ran as the as the theme song.
1: I lucked out because I usually catch the episode, but not the opening or endings. You know, it's like, yeah.
2: It was done by a band named Bowling for Soup.
1: I know. I've heard of Bowling for Soup. I actually uh, 1985. <laughs> oh, what? A... No, wait, wrong song. Actually, Bowling for Soup did it. They actually put out an album full of covers. I know they actually covered um. One, the main theme from the Karate Kid. You're the best. No. no, 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 the ballot oh. one. Oh. You know, um, it's the one that's by um. He was he was in that band Genesis. I cannot remember his.
2: Peter name. Gabriel. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. And they also did a cover of "Goonies" are good enough.
2: I'm sure Cindy Lauper would be proud.
1: Hey, right, that's free money right there. And I think Mako actually has that album. Alright, R you wanna go ahead and grab the next one?
2: The one about AKB forty
1: eight? Go for it.
2: <clears throat> okay. AKB forty eight producer Akimoto to produce the two thousand twenty Tokyo Olympics opening ceremony. Oh, boy. Yasu- Yasushi Akimoto is a nationally recognized figure in Japan's music industry. As both an accomplished songwriter, he wrote Hibari Misura's famous swan song Kawano Naga, or no y- Uni, and produced the vast girl group AKB48 and its predecessor Onyanko Club. He is even reported to be friends with Japanese pride minister Shinzo Abe. March 27th, the Tokyo Olympics Committee acknowledged his prowess by naming him a member. He says he'd like to help make the Olympics and Paralympics ones everyone will have great memories of, he said upon his appointment. I remember being pulled by the hand by my father to go see the 64 Olympics back when he was six. Along with photo- photographer Mika Ninagawa, who shot the music video for the, break for the song Heavy Rotation, he will produce the opening ceremony. I'm pretty sure he hasn't seen my, uh, vision of it.
1: No, and for a side note, thanks to <laughs> Gamer Girl X, that was Peter Cetera, not Peter Gabriel. Sorry. No problem.
2: But, uh, oh. The news was largely greeted with delight by the Japanese public, especially the younger demographic. Yet, even before Akimoto was formally appointed, an internet backlash made itself heard. A petition on the site Change.org, started by G- G- can't be a real name. Call mm. for the committee to reconsider its decision. Kawai claims that there is a silent majority of Japanese who are apprehensive of a future entertainment industry that emphasize artists without talent who only push marketing and personal branding and set up se- special interests and exclusive economic zones.
1: Wait, stop, stop. Pushing. What was that?
2: Pushing marketing and personal branding and set up special interests and exclusive economic zones
1: pushing branding and marketing without talent. There is a reason why I don't listen to terrestrial radio anymore. I mean... Pot,
2: kettle, etc.? Yes! (laughs) Anyhow... The petition has garnered over 11,000 signatures and aims for at least 100,000. Yikes. They got a long ways to go.
1: You know what? You know, this is this is how I see it. Opening ceremonies are going to happen. You know, usually, you know, in the crowd, you have people holding up flags for their different for their countries that they that they're rooting for. Yeah, these won't be country flags. These will be flags of different J-pop girl groups. That people are rooting for. They're like, fuck the Olympics. They just want to see their team, their group perform on the stage, and that's going to be sad.
2: <laughs> how much you want to bet people are going to have? Anime theme flags or flags from different animes. We you know someone's going to have the fucking flag from the Going Merry. You know? No,
1: that, that doesn't surprise me in the. The,
2: skull, the straw hat and crossbones, if you will.
1: <laughs> Avalon, what is your take on this? I'm out of run.
3: <laughs> I, I, I I got
1: sake here. You want some sake? Uh,
0: yeah, I'll drive right over. Oh wait, I can't because drunk driving, and I'll
1: die. Yeah, and if I mail it to you, the bottle will break in shipment.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And that we'll get sake. lost
2: in the po- get quote lost in the mail for like three months.
1: And yeah. as <laughs> Jeff B says, some people think the gay fry flag is from Yaoi. I'm done. I'm done. Ugh. Good night, people. It, it's, it's been real.
2: <laughs> oh, look at that. It's fuck this shit o'clock again.
1: Yes. Yes, it is. I'll aboard the
0: nope train to fuck this, Bill. Yes. Mm hmm.
2: Or to quote 60, Spider Man, I'm going to back away slowly and come back when there's less weird shit. Oh, he, here's my train.
1: the The fucky train. I'm hopping right on. I'll see you later. Shit. Now, and like I guess, and now, right after, now after that, we have, um, let me, um, uh, oh, God. I, I love some of my friends. They, they leave me these, these interesting, um, messages, like when I'm, when I'm recording, and I'm glad I, I should learn to read them while I'm on break that way I don't break out into utter laughter and shit so you know but
2: and by interesting you mean downright disturbing
1: no actually just funny as fuck Oh. to register participation
0: for this week's episode of anime gem session on bognetwork.com use the passphrase
1: handsaw alright so now we have this week uh, again another open forum topic this week's open forum topic is when rooming with multiple people in a hotel room, shenanigans tend to happen. So what has been the strangest, funniest, interesting, most outlandish thing that has happened to you when you walked in your room? Bobby Steele says, There hasn't been any weird things for me happening as you walk into a hotel room while rooming at hotel rooms, but while, my, but while with my former roommate and stepbrother, I do have some awkward stories happening in a hotel room. My roommate and I's hotel room uh, knob on the AC unit was broken at, the, I guess, AFL Hotel, I guess, Anime Festival Orlando, I guess. Uh, he didn't know that. When we tried to set the temperature, the knob came off and we both burst into laughter. I'm sure by now that hotel fixed it. The other with my stepbrother, I couldn't sleep with his continuous snoring. Of course we all snore now and then, but his was so loud that I'm sure that our con neighbors probably heard it and kept and were kept up too. Uh, Jeff Burns, uh, let's see, tells us that. But before we get to, I actually knew my my old roommate. He actually was kicked out of his room in AX because he snort so loud.
2: Damn. They didn't
1: even give him. <laughs> Damn. They, they didn't even give him back his share of the money. It's like no, gone. Yes, AFL Anime A- F- A- F- Festival Orlando. Jeff Burns says he was at ALA 2013, was up drinking till about 2 in the morning, went back to his hotel room, and passed out. Three hours later, he was awoken by a large thumping sound that turned out to be one of my roommates having very loud drunken sex near my feet. They eventually stopped and fell asleep. I had trouble falling back asleep, so I decided to go for a walk to clear my head, and actually got locked out of the room because my room leader neglected to inform me that several room keys had stopped working. After walking around for a while, I did eventually get back into the room, thanks to another room who had trouble sleeping, and all was well until waking up a few hours later to find out that I knew both drunken parties one of which I hadn't, which wasn't part of our group. Personally, they had no idea what they'd done overnight. And since I usually try to avoid staying in hotels for SoCal conventions unless I need it as a last resort.
2: Huh.
1: And as from Saya, it was clean.
2: (laughs) Wow. I remember
1: one con I had gone to. Now, I had gone out with some friends for dinner, and I came back, and they're cycling through a bunch of photos on, on someone's camera. Evidently, after I left, they kind of, I guess parties and shenanigans happened, and I was like, you couldn't tell me? I mean, like, what really? I mean, come on. I would have loved to have been a part of this, you know? But they're like, oh, we can't tell you. We're not allowed to tell anybody what really happened except show the pictures. I was like, you fuckers. Oh, are you having any interesting um, hotel stories?
2: Uh, pff, hmm. Let me see. Aside from the one hookup at a MetroCon like many moons ago where the mm. girl called out my character's name. Mm. This is also. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Turns out I'm not really into role playing. Imagine that. Uh, pff. Actually, that same weekend, like the my contacts in Florida, were uh they're staying in, in the bedroom, and I was staying on the uh, pull-out couch. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they took my camera when I was sleeping, and took a whole bunch of pictures of me while I was asleep. Wow, really? That was kind of weird. Were they drunk? Uh, no. The pictures were dated at like six, seven o'clock in the morning.
1: Damn. That's actually happened to me once, but not like that. I remember waking up, looking at my phone to flip through cameras, one look, flip through images one day. And I'm like, I was at this combo. I don't remember taking these pictures. What the hell? There's a picture of one of my friends, not topless, but two of my other friends with their heads on top of her
2: boobs. And they're all smiling, and I
1: was like, where the fuck was I when this
2: shit happened? Apparently to them, the sight of me, like, after tossing and turning and throwing the sheets all over and, like, face down, mouth open, completely unconscious, dead to the world, Hmm. apparently that was funny to them. Wow. Didn't you say you want to open the line to uh, people to tell their own stories? Oh, I
1: will in just a bit. Um, Avalon, do you have any interesting uh, stories? Yeah.
0: <laughs> um. So you know how at a lot of times when you're at a con, you, like uh, Ari was saying, you've got like that couple in the room that just basically has sex while everyone's sleeping.
2: There was no sex involved in that story, other than uh, my uh, misadventure.
1: I have oh, a I story thought- about that. My, oh, wait, please was continue. that your story? No, 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 no. no. I have. To, no, please continue. Please continue.
0: Well, I was that person. Um, actually, this happened at Otakon twice. No, three times. Um, on Thursday, uh, my best friend, who I'm still very, who I'm still like best friends with, he and I are like thick. Uh, he and I are just like really, really close. Uh. I, I kind of liked him, and we ended up, uh, we kind of, like, planned to hook up because I was going through a dry spell, mm-hmm. and uh, we had sex for, like, 30 minutes, and then he got up to put his clothes on. Turns out the two of my roommates were back from registration early, and yeah, he got kicked out of the room, and people kind of got pissed at me, and then twice during the weekend while everyone was asleep, I... Hooked up with one of my roommates in the same bed as other people.
1: You're you're a dirty, dirty girl. Hey, I'm just
0: a squirrel trying to get my nut. <laughs>
1: I'm an asshole, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I do remember one anime next. I'm hanging out with some friends, and we're watching, you know, and this dude comes up to me like, can I borrow your room? And I'm like, why? He's like, he wanted to borrow my room for about 20 minutes, because he wanted to bang this chick he he was making out with all night. And I looked at him, and I said, I get dibs. And he looked at me crazy, and I'm like, you're asking to borrow my room. I don't even... Own, I don't your even... Your I, don't, fucking. Yeah, I don't even know you! To bang some chick that you met you for like 20 minutes and you want to borrow my room? I get first crack. Fuck that!
2: Also yeah. 20 minutes? Amateur.
1: Well, that's neither here nor there. But, Avalon, I have a similar story about the time I went to AWA. I was flirting with this chick on Twitter and... I'm thinking it's a fake account or this or that, but it's legit. She's rooming with me at AWA and, you know, we do our thing. And then she got really clingy to me and I okay. hate, I hate it when you get clingy. If we're going to, you know, hook up or whatever, I like to keep it private, personal, you know, go do what you want to do. I'll go do it, then we'll, you know, whatever. So, she, we're down at the rave dancing, she leaves and I go dance with other chicks, she gets pissed off, screams at me and leaves. I'm like, fine, whatever. So, at the end of the night, I'm just partying with this other chick and two guys and we're drinking the whole night and then it's just us. Next thing you know, we're, we're in the parking lot somewhere screwing each other's brains out. Oh. And then, <laughs> see, I wasn't going to bring that story up, but you kind of got the ball rolling. I know. Yeah. I
0: I opened Pandora's box.
1: Exactly. Yes, yes, you did. And
0: my Pandora's box, I mean, her vagina.
1: I'm not even going to. Yeah, please don't. Now, now, my other story is, I was at Wicked Fair one year, and I had roomed with this dude I used to chill with and his girl. Now I'm off, you know, partying, doing whatever. Now, I come back to the room. I catch them in the act. Now, to me, it's not a big effing deal. I mean, if there's a sock on the door, that's fine. But if I walk in and catch y'all doing your thing, if I just came to grab something, I'm just going to take it and go, because it's like, I'm not going to interrupt anybody just because I need to grab, like, a bag or a shirt or something like that. No big deal. So, you know, they're doing their thing, and she looks over at me and goes, you're more than welcome to join, and... Oh. Wow! Oh ho, ho Normally, I'm an opportunist, but on the same token, I have taste of I who I choose to sleep with. Oh, taste! Oh,
0: that sentence, never mind. <laughs> taste
1: chose over that night because I know I would, n- I, I would, I would not. I I would be very ashamed of myself. I'd probably still be scrubbing myself after all, to this day, about about that. I'll, I'm like, yeah. No, no,
2: no. Kind of so... like Lady
1: Macbeth, where the blood will not come off her hands.
2: Yeah. Out damned spot!
0: <laughs> god. Oh my god, I think we need to go to the chat room because, uh, Jeff V has a story, if I can read it.
1: Well, we're pegging him to call in later because I I will be opening up the uh, Skype line shortly. Oh, Uh, awesome. Yes. And speaking of Skype line... Oh, boy. Our Skype line is open, so if you want to talk about topics on this week's show, last week's show, or questions, or whatever... Skype us at Anime Jam session. We will believe you. And just remember if we don't answer you right away, be patient. We will call you back cuz we're doing two things at once. Now, speaking of two things at once, let's cover this first topic. Um about I guess I was knows about what's going on in the between Russia and Ukraine and so forth. And And and, and there's a little island island called Crimea, and there's a fight between them. Their new attorney general, her name is Natalia Poklanoskaya. She's won over the Japanese audience. They find her as Uber Moe. Oh, God. There is fan art of her, okay?
2: Lots of fan art.
1: Someone even... Matched her up with the chick from Ace Attorney. <laughs> the video see the video popped up, there's no subtitles to it and they're going nuts. There are comments in along the lines of Wow, who put a middle uniform on a cute girl? You have my praise. So cute. How is she thirty-three? Ooh, if this girl was president, I might bow before her. I want to hug her. I'm moving the crimia so she can step on me.
2: What the? What? <laughs> what?
1: There, there's there's an article that kind of that hit the cutting floor about there's a trend where fans yeah, are paying co- fetish. Yeah. Yes, I, dressed up as their favorite anime character.
2: I want her to investigate me harshly. Oh boy. Yeah. Right.
1: And as we reference back to chat room, Nemesis 47 says, sock on the door or tie on the tie on the door to signal there is bouncy bedtime in progress. And if that's...
2: That doesn't usually stop like, stop people. especially I, I learned that the hard way in college.
1: Yeah, I, I, I know it won't stop people, but my thing is this, though. If that happens, I will bang on the door. You have two minutes to wrap that shit up. And now... We have on the, we have someone calling into the Skype line. Thanks for calling Anime Jam Session. Who do we have the honor of talking to?
5: Hey, hey guys, it's uh, Nemesis Forty Seven. How, how, how y'all doing? Hey
2: dude, we're doing good. Hey, what's hey, up? Awesome.
5: Not much. Um, I just wanted to get my long-awaited uh, convention report from Anime Land Wasabi 2014 this year.
1: All right, cool. Give it to us it's short and sweet, bro. Uh,
5: short and sweet. First off, there was. For, for the record, there was no bootlegs this year. Thank God. That's good. Because uh, and uh, this year was my first year. First year staffing at the con, I was mainly just doing the whole photo shoot, Doing something we called a photo shoot area, where print it was it, it, where it's official anime and hobby photo where we have a photographer and the backdrops and things like that, and you pretty much we have uh, scheduled photo shoots for certain so they can be able to take your pictures and everything. So right. mm-hmm. that that actually went actually went went went, went pretty well pretty well and um, That's good. as well as having just the regular community photo shoots for the convention and uh, you know the the regular you know the regular photo shoots that people usually do for cos cosplay, for cosplays and stuff um, and uh, let's let's see we had like a torsionist we had a whole, whole whole bunch of people plus uh, Uncle Yo was there too.
1: Oh yeah, I yeah. So he had good things to say about this. So I'm glad to hear that.
5: Yeah, yeah, and uh, pretty, 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 pretty much, pretty much, people like the hotel except one part. Oh. Um, during um, while while people walk around, the one place that people pretty much ate was something we called the hallway of doom. Pretty much, it was a long hallway mm. just 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 to get to the other other side of the hotel where the convention center area is, and well. You, it's like a, it's like a five t- five ten minute walk and it was like oh my god it's it was pretty much it was pretty much uh you know a uh pain in the butt to walk through but it was but overall though the con the con but pretty much everyone liked the con overall though but there was an a a uh time on, on saturday mm-hmm. there was homestuckers there there was like Oh my god, I've seen so many homestuckers that one connection car- one time. Now, be
1: careful. Avalon is a homestucker. She will shoot first and, not ask, and not ask questions no, later. No, I'm going to
2: listen to him. Okay, you're not a homestuck up. Right? My oh,
5: apologies, Avalon. Okay. Um, I, 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 no, my apologies, Avalon. No worries. Um, mm-hmm. we, there, there was pretty much an incident involved a whole bunch of the homestuck people. Um, oh boy. Pretty much, um, my, a, fr- a friend of mine, she was having a photo shoot at a certain at a certain time, and it was like snow. It was snowing and everything outside for some reason, mm. and uh, they were the homestuck people were going to have a uh, photo shoot outside, right? Yeah. And there was a water. There was like a waterfall area where where pretty much it was a popular area for everyone to you know ha- to have a photo shoot and stuff like that. It's like when you get well, it's-, it's like the whole gazebo incident, but except the homestuckers pretty much. Uh, uh, Gathered around and pretty much were climbing on stuff. They were pretty much acting like a bunch of jack. Bunch of. Yeah, they were pretty much being immature. Amateur, amateur, just acting like a bunch of kids. And. Yeah.
1: Mm. I mean, I understand. And, but, um. Oh. I, I do know there are adult homestuckers out there who are a lot more mature, you know. And I'm starting to see yeah, that. Yeah, I know, you know, I know. I'm starting to see that. It's just that it's not the whole majority of the fandom is acting like that it's that minority that that can't be really controlled per se so you know
5: exactly mm-hmm. exactly so it's it's like it's like with the italian people there are some italian people are pretty cool and there are others that pretty much are pretty much act like a bunch of drama assholes a bunch mm-hmm. of people who like to call it drama and stuff Yeah, gotcha. assholes, yeah yeah so overall how was the con overall the con was, the con was pretty cool um there was actually a personal story that happened um uncle um i i, I um i actually met i, I met uncle uncle yo again it is like the third time i met him though mm-hmm. but I, I actually talked for like a good ten fifty minutes he's a really genuinely uh, genuinely nice guy he was uh pretty much uh really uh, he was really nice and um he actually he, he actually made uh made uh one per he there was a there was a, uh sorry about that uh, mm-hmm. i the starter watch guys um a friend of mine, her name was Brianna, and her friend and her friend Mai. They, they 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 were in a cosplay contest. They ended up winning, and pretty much Uncle Uncle Yo pretty much says, says, says some stuff. There's some words exchanged, and pretty much there was there, there, there were really there were really kind words. And overall, though, they made it, it made their con really special, and That's good. pretty much awkward were exchanged, and it was pretty cool. Yeah, Uncle- I mean after I heard that, it made uh, it, pretty, it pretty much made Uncle Yo really awesome. Yeah, cause
1: Uncle Yo's really cool like that. So, you have anything else for us? Oh Bruce- yeah.
5: Um, not, 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 nothing, nothing much. Overall, anime mean, like I wasabi this year went, well, well, without a hitch, minus the whole, uh, the whole bootleg thing. So mm-hmm. no, nothing for fun animation this year. So, hey, right, 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 right now, though I'm getting ready, for, getting ready to go to a con in Toledo, Ohio to, to see, to see my girlfriend and stuff and hopefully go to Denver Comic-Con this year.
1: Oh, what con is that? That's in down Toledo.
5: Uh, then, um, down in Toledo, Ohio is the Glass City Con. It's uh oh. Con Habercorn. It's a, it's it's a uh two day convention over in that area. Oh, okay, cool. And it's my it's it's, it's gonna be my first uh, out of state convention. Gotcha. Yeah. Alright, cool. You have anything else for us, Broski? Um, n- uh, n- 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 no nothing, nothing nothing match, man. I'm hoping I'm hoping Undertaker does beat Brock beat Brock this year and hope and I'm also my money's on Sting actually coming back. So we, not to Pointing up, that thing could come back.
1: Well, we'll, we'll see. We'll definitely see.
5: Yeah, knocking wood or something.
1: Yeah, well. Already did, so take care, bro. All
5: right, all right, around my night, night, night talking, bro. All right, later. La- later. Later, guys, bye. Bye. All
1: right, that was good. So, Amelian Wasabi went off without a hitch. Can't complain about that, you know. Nope, nope. All right.
2: All right, you want to take the next one? Uh, sure. Let me bring it up here. Mhm. Counterfeit vo- coins for vending machines. Counter coins or bills are hard to make, and the advan- with the advancement of technology, hard to pass for genuine money. Mhm. Store clerks are armed with a variety of techniques, from special pens to knowledge of watermark placement, making it even more difficult for those looking for for undeserved cash to score big. Right. Now, I'm no stranger to do it either. However, with the proliferation of vending machines across Japan and the circulation of a high-value 500-yen coin, counterfeiters have a perfect mark for cashing in their faked coins, as a recent photo on Twitter confirms. Mm. <laughs> the photo that started it all was posted on Twitter by user toybox2002. Not an unbelievably valuable mint-made error coin, the intentionally made disk is able to fool vending machines by possessing the same weight, shape, and Outer Design is a genuine 500 yen coin. Mm. As high-tech as Japanese vending machines are, they don't read the faces of the coins like bill receptors, making them machines a counterfeiters' paradise. Mm. And, uh, so, yeah.
1: It, it kind of reminds me, I was watching this article, this this TV special about this guy who was able to make counterfeit um, tokens for like the slot machines and so forth. And then when he started to, like, electronic electronic and digify them, like, he learned how to do that as well. He would make all all of the, like, hundreds of th- thousands of dollars worth, drive down to Atlantic City, and put them in to make his money. And I was like, wow.
2: Is uh, anyone else here familiar with a uh, site called the SCP Foundation?
0: mm No.
2: Okay. Oops. Let me, uh... I'll put the link in the chat. Basically, the SCP Foundation, it's this uh, online database where people with these stories of these things that uh, should not exist in the real world for whatever, and they very closely document them. Like, seemingly normal things that have, like, really strange uh, like properties to them. Hmm. Uh, one of them, as I posted, like, number 261, is a vending machine that, for whatever reason, only accepts bring it up here. Only accepts uh Japanese coins, mm-hmm. you know, yen and whatever. Yeah. And uh you put in and the, there's no face on anything, but you put it put the money in you push the button and it pops up all sorts of different uh, different things. Yeah. One of their tests was a was ironically enough a counterfeit 500 yen coin. And uh according to the script, I have, it says after a delay of approximately 3 seconds an unmarked opaque, white cellophane package was dispensed, packaged to contain candy similar to gummy bears but shaped like human hands with extended middle fingers.
1: Uh, well.
2: So yeah, you put in a fake coin and the machine flipped you off. Essentially, <laughs> also they tested the uh, they tested the candies and they were brim- and they co- contained lethal amounts of potassium cyanide.
6: Oh shit! <laughs>
2: yeah. Wow. Uh, also. It was- also, there's one tester on here who can't get anything other than apple seeds, as the uh, experiment log notes. Wow. Um,
1: moving right along. on. Take the next one.
2: That was the first thing I thought about. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good.
1: <laughs>
0: okay. Oh, God, this article. Uh. Mm-hmm
2: record high
0: 21 okay 21,089 stalker cases reported in 2013 in Tokyo the number of stalking cases reported to police in 2013 extended 20,000 for the first time reaching a record high of 21,089 a 5.9% increase over 2012 only 5.9 really the NPA attributed the increase to more proactive approach by police following some high-profile murders over stalking, as well as a new law enacted last July that included emails and the range of stalker activities, which resulted in 43 arrests. The number of arrests for stalking was 1,716. The NPA said around 90 percent of people filing complaints over stalking women stalking were women. Of the perpetrators involved in stalking-related activities, about sixty for either former spouses or romantic partners. So some people don't
1: want to give up their waifus. Just remember to let it go. Some people No, prof-
0: get out, get out, <laughs> get out.
2: <laughs> hey, this is
1: my podcast.
0: I don't care. Stop bringing frozen into this. And
2: hey, this is Aww. one of the rare nights when everyone at, at different points has been told to get out. <laughs>
1: Yeah, we're all being horrible people tonight. <laughs> yes, yes we are. It's all good. <laughs> Alright. Last one. Eleven year old boy knocked off bike by some, by a guy. Really?
0: Wait, wait, I have a comment for this. Okay. Ash, this isn't the time to use that.
2: <laughs> oh god damn it! <laughs> Now I have an image of Ash riding his bike in a cave only for a professional oh out of fucking nowhere. Just dropkick him right off the bike as he's riding it. Yeah. And land continue. on the bike and ride off with it.
1: Continue run with sorry. Negro stole my bike.
0: <laughs> Damn it, could you read the
1: article? <laughs> <laughs> Tokyo, police said Monday they're looking for a man who knocked an 11-year-old boy off his bicycle in Tokyo's Koto Ward. According to the police, the incident happened around 2 p.m. on Sunday. The boy told the police he was riding his bike when a man walked towards him suddenly, threw a punch, knocking him off his bike. The boy suffered minor injuries to his head and face, and police said the boy did not know the man, but described him as being in his 40s, about 180 centimeters tall.
2: What is wrong with some people?
1: I don't know. I... people need to learn to get their own damn bikes.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> also, why would a 40-year-old man try to ride a children's bike? Do you know how how pressed up against his... how pressed up his arms are going to be against his legs? You might as well be riding a freaking novelty tiny bicycle. Mm. Like a clown. At
1: least he ain't skipping leg day.
2: Ugh. <sighs>
1: I got nothing. (laughs) I'm going to close Skype line. I'm going to take a break. And under this break, I'm going to do another shot of sake and just kind of bring things back so we can wrap shit up. So we'll be back.
6: I'm a big samochi, i not The is not me no the whole shit in the me my you I have to say There's no not you time in this I not to so she again oh my god So It's to no way i'm gonna not
1: All right. I think we kind of finished at a normal, reputable time where you're not looking at the clock going, oh shit, it's 12 midnight. We got to get the hell up on out of here.
2: Yeah, Yeah, this seems
1: (laughs) about normal. Yeah, I'm trying to bring things sort of like back into the normal time slots of it, you know, so that that way after the podcast, I can actually sit down and enjoy TV and do other stuff, you know, like maybe try to catch up with Kill the Kill, you know, I'm like. do it! I know. I've been waiting on a friend of mine. She wanted to marathon it with me, and I'm like, I'll wait with you. I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to have to sit down, and start watching this shit. And I think also tomorrow, by the time, I'm going to take my PS3 in and get it fixed because I have to watch all of Ron have from Blu-ray. I have to.
2: <laughs> it's like you're addicted to it or something.
1: No, it's my gate. It's my. Fi- it's my number. It's my number one series. What can I say? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know, Jeff. It's 8.30 over there, but it's close to 11.30 here. gave Girl X, like, keeping on schedule. What? I know. I know, right? It's like this is podcast con. You know, nothing starts or finishes on time. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> oh, Avalon, thanks for showing up tonight. You got it. You showed up in a pinch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Anything to keep me from sewing, which I'm going to regret
1: later on this week. Oh, please. It, you're, you We weren't going to let you drink alone tonight. Fuck that. Yeah, thank God, just...
0: because even my co-workers are just like, you're drinking
1: alone? Bad idea.
2: Or maybe you're just burned out on sewing and need to step away for, for a few, from a little bit.
1: Never. No, it, it's not like the sewing machine is like her hand, sort of like Ash from Evil Dead. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> <laughs> all right. If you like what you heard, uh, tell a friend. They to tell another friend, and so on and so forth. Uh, drop us a line at podcast at dot com for flames, planes, trains, automobiles, suggestions, likes, dislikes, and all that craziness. So we'll dig through and, sit and just hear what you got to say. It's all good. So definitely check out the website animajamsession Um, I believe tonight or tomorrow Ari will have an article up about, you know, his um, Magfest Photo Roundup, you know, his his favorite shots. And if you like them, definitely hit up our Facebook page to see the rest.
2: It's actually up now. Oh.
1: Even better. Go check it out now. And if you have issues trying to get to our website for the podcast because of filters at work or parental restrictions at home or something like that. You can find us at Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. Uh, YouTube, youtube.com slash Anime Jam Session TV. The Senshi Matsuri videos are finally up, so I, that means I have Otacon, AAC, and Taki to do. I think I can knock out um, Otacon videos tomorrow if I kind of sit down for about an hour and just kind of get it done before Law & Order. <laughs> You also got to remember to have the program running in the background to kind of save steps. Um, definitely follow us on YouTube. You can find me at youtube.com/slash DJ Ron Mess. Ari is at Ari22682. Uh, Mako is at Jupe Luna. She'll say hi if you if, if visit her page. And Avalon is at Avalon Cosplay. Twitter, twitter.com/slash Anime Jam Session. Follow us here for the latest on our website updates, uh, conventions that we're going to, photos, videos, podcasts, everything. YouTube videos, whole nine yard. Um, if you want to follow us individually on uh, Twitter, you can find me at DJ Runmas. Ari is at the Ari Man. Mac goes at Joe Videa, and Avlon's at Avlon Cosplay. You should tweet her once in a while. Kind of keep her, kind of keep her, um, occupied at work. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Facebook. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. We're at 2,717 fans. I just gotta say thanks. I'm truly humbled by all you guys liking the page, liking the photos, the videos, articles, everything. And before this week is out, I will have the CaptainCon photos going up. That means I am pretty much caught up to date with convention pictures. Um... If you want to follow us individually on Facebook, you can find me at facebook.com/slashthatdjronmas guy, or you type in I am djronmas. Uh, that's Makoto Kino, Ari Rockefeller, and Avalon Kaz. And also, let me jumping in real quick, uh, March 29th, uh, William Patterson University, Mariahcon 2014. I will be there along with Cosplay NYC. Look for us. We'll take your picture. Uh, Vogue Network. That's where we average. That's where we broadcast on live Tuesdays at 9.30pm Eastern with an encore presentation Thursdays at 1. But it's Vogue which stands for Voice of Geeks. We're not the only um, <coughs> geek podcast on the network. If you like Star Trek, check out the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast. Thursdays at 4pm. Just so you know, if I give any time just Eastern Standard Time, so just subtract 1, 2, or 3 depending on what your time zone is. If you like Uh, Pop Culture British Programming The latest in television, movies and books With reviews and so forth There's like four different uh, Programs on the network for you You got Critical Myth British Invaders Pod Culture Live Definitely check those guys out Because they'll cover everything I just talked to you about From like multiple different points of view So listen to them all if you like what we do, you should check out our homegirls, Pandalicious, and Ninja Sister at Electric Sisterhood. They're on right before us on Tuesdays at 8pm. So listen to them, then check out our pre-show, and then us. They have more of a female perspective of what we're going to do, and we will be partying it up with them at PAX East this year. Whoop, whoop. Um, if you like World of Warcraft, check out Girls Gone Wild. Wednesdays at 12, and then 10, and Wednesdays at 10 live, it's House. They talk about other MMOs like Final Fantasy XIV, League of Legends, and all the other cool stuff. It's WoW Wednesday, so if you like WoW MMOs, Wednesday is the place to be. And then we bring it all together on Sundays, starting at 8 p.m. with the Bobby Blackwell Show, followed by Orange Lounge Radio at nine. These are, these two programs talk about video games, independent gaming. Independent voice, the whole nine yards. If you if you need to listen, and you have that need where you want to say what you want to say about gaming, without like the big guys thinking that you're crazy, listen to these two shows. It's right up your alley. Ah, uh, see. Last words,
2: Ari. That photo roundup article i posted yeah it marks the first use of anime jam on anime jam session of the nicholas cage tag
1: oh wow avalon
0: oh i've got some final words uh oh shrek is love and shrek is life that video was amazing quit your bitching
1: trb Charles Make- Barkley would like a word with you.
2: You're making me. You're making me lack regret. My lack of drinking <laughs> any even more.
0: When Charles Barkley can read a teleprompter and not sound like a stupid robot, then he can have a talk with me.
1: Oh, uh, shots fired! <laughs> uh, my last words. Um, I still have four boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Two of them are in my freezer. What type? And they're. Tasty, tasty things. What type? Uh, Thin Mints and, um, Tagalongs. Oh, you don't have Samoas? No. What is the big deal? What what, what is this obsession with Samoas? Am I Coconut and Caramel. Shut up. I don't like Samoas. Well, Samoas don't like you. That's good. (laughs) Harsh. But you know what's really underrated? Uh dositos. Dositos are really really good. Oatmeal cookie with peanut butter in the middle like an Oreo. Oh. I think it's because they are we already have a peanut butter cookie. But still it's peanut butter. Yeah. All right. Um we will be here next week with a brand new episode. Uh Mako chan will be back. Avalon may show up if she feels like it. Like I said, she has an open door to come hang out with us anytime. Yay. Um. That's it. So. I'm Ronma.
2: I'm Ari. And I'm
1: Avalon. Great fight. Great night. See you next week.
2: And we're out. This bitch.
1: oh night everybody <sighs> damn it avalon what are we going to do with you nothing because I'm adorable just say good night avalon
0: good night avalon
1: there we go
0: And Vognetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamathane.